0: Welcome to Season 1, Episode 10 of the Home Health Care Today Show. I'm your host, Dr. Clement Moore. It's June. In June, gentlemen, we focus on men's health. There's a week dedicated to men's health and the entire month is also dedicated to men's health. So this podcast is not only focused on men, but it's also focused on the caregivers of men, children, siblings, significant others who care greatly about men's health. We are joined today by Dr. Fatharaman Ali. Dr. Ali is an internal medicine specialist in Dearborn. Dr. Ali completed a residency at Oakwood Hospital. He currently practices at his own uh, office, F. Ali, MD, here in Dearborn. Dr. Ali is affiliated with Beaumont Hospital, Dearborn, Wayne, and Taylor. Dr. Ali accepts multiple insurance plans. He is a board certified internal medicine physician. In addition, Dr. Ali practices at Beaumont Extended Care Facility, Heartland Care in Allen Park, and Beaumont Skilled Rehab.
1: Thanks for having us
0: today, joining you in your office, Dr.
1: Ali. And thank you, Dr. Moore, for having me. And happy Father's Day to you, and happy Father's Day to your listeners.
0: Thank you very much, Dr. Ali. Dr. Ali, um, we're... uh, cohabitants of the the same uh, medical office building uh, in Dearborn, the uh, Monroe Medical Center. And we see patients come down the hall all the time to to see you and see you working late at night, going back and forth to hospitals to take care of patients. Doctor, share with us a little bit about your passion, your passion for for medicine, um, your your
1: focus on health and, and various specialties. I graduated from the University of Khartoum uh, School of Medicine. Yes. Uh, I practiced in Africa for about three years and then uh, immigrated to the U.S. Uh, after I completed equivalent exam and uh, I completed residency in internal medicine at Beaumont, yes. uh, previously awkward Bowman Hospital American Center, I was the chief resident uh, for the internal medicine program okay. and after I completed my residency uh, I started practicing in the Girbon area seeing patients uh, from in Dearborn and from West Detroit and a diverse uh, patient population. Yes. Um, I'm very passionate about taking care of diverse patient population. Mm-hmm. Um, our area here in Southeast Michigan and in this area we have all kind of patients from all kind of background. Yes. I also see patients in the inpatient setting and in the office and with extended care facility. Mm-hmm. I love to see patients and their families, and take care of the whole family. Yes, sir.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, Dr. Ali. Um, now, growing up in Africa and then attending the university to study medicine—right, one of the the first universities in Africa—you got to share with us a little bit about some of the challenges, the obstacles that you faced along the way, and. And then, Doc, how did you
1: how did you overcome some of those challenges and obstacles? I think the career path may be a little bit more clear in Africa than here. Mm. Because you go straight uh, from high school to a medical school, which is a six-year program. Yes. And then you have to uh, finish two years more of uh, internship before you can pursue a special line of uh, specialty. Uh, it all depends on... Hard work and effort, and how you can go through the high school to make it to medical school. Yes. The big challenge is after you immigrate to the US. <laughs> that's a different yes. Uh, experience, yes. Mm-hmm. Just to adapt a new country and a new culture and <laughs> to get started and get uh, residency and training, that's a challenge. Yes, indeed. I think the big obstacle for immigrants is the challenge that we face here. Not back
0: home. Okay. All right. Indeed. And uh, some of those challenges—is it um, a cultural adjustment um, to the states? Um, is it the the structure and the programming of education or the expectations? What are What are just some of those differences? I think the structure
1: know? of the training uh, programs. Uh, I I trained in Africa. I went to school there. We know the British system. You can go there and get some internships and get observership. You can have people ahead of you. Yes. And you can get uh, your foot in the door. Yes. Over here, it's a whole different structure. Awesome. Okay. They ask you for experience. Yes. In the U.S., Mm -hmm. and you just came in (laughs) before you can get into a training program.
0: Yes. Got it, Doc. All right, so it's June,
1: and there's very yeah. limited opportunities for uh, international graduate. There's almost few residency positions.
0: Mm. So I was just going there, Doc, with it being June. As we're focusing on Men's Health Week as well as Men's Health Month, but it's also graduation, right? Graduation season, and I'm sure there's you know student viewers that are aspiring, you know, aspiring for med school. That would be some advice for some of those students that are aspiring to do well and go to medical school?
1: Uh, first of all, I'm very proud. This week I have uh, two sons graduating. Yes. They are younger. One is graduate, going to college this year. Congratulations. And that. one is going to high school. So
0: Yes. Yes. So stepping uh, up from eighth grade to high school and then stepping up from... Uh, I think for the younger
1: uh, uh, students and for the younger generation, is my passion is to encourage them and... Yes especially in my community and the community around me where i live and work yes uh, even in my conversation with my uh, patient uh, the younger patient yes i always try to play a father role and say this is <laughs> what you need to do i talk about school about yes. about home environment about i encourage my patient and the younger generation yes. to study hard and work hard mm-hmm. and, to get their opportunity and the share of the STEM programs.
0: Yes, uh, STEM. Yes, sir. Absolutely, Dr. Ali. As we shift um, from, you know, the mentoring of the youth, you know, and helping some of the patients uh, with some of those, you know, issues and challenges as uh, related to environment, community, you know, professionalism, let's shift to the health then. For men, right, what are some of those top concerns? You know, three, four, maybe even five. Health concerns that men should be aware of at various ages and stages
1: of their life. I think I will start with uh, maybe the, the US uh, Preventive Task Force uh, guidelines and recommendation. Yes, sir. Uh, where they recommend all men uh, need to be screened for alcohol, for tobacco use, and for uh, intimate partner violence. Uh, We also need to screen for common conditions Uh, with the recommendation screen for diabetes and obesity, Uh, diabetes, especially in overweight or obese uh, patients, hypertension or high blood pressure in all patients 18 and older every three to five years, and for patients 40 and older every year. Yes. Regardless of their age, all sexually active uh, men they need to be counselled regarding uh, sexual transmitted infection, and with recommendation for periodic uh, screening for patients who are at high risk. Yes. Uh, we screen also our patient, especially smoker. Yes. One time screening for abdominal aortic aneurysm, which is dilatation of the abdominal aorta, yes. that's recommended for patient. 50 to 75 years of age in men who is a smoker. Yes. There's also screening for uh, lung cancer in a smoker. Now we have a CT scan, which is a screening for the lung cancer. That's also in, in, in a smoker. That's long for a long period of time. Yes, sir. We have the regular screening for uh, other cancer, like colon cancer. Uh, colon cancer is recommended for screening any t- way between 50, the age of 50 to 75. Yes, sir. Uh, we have different modalities for screening. We have done invasive testing recently, uh, and which is the fecal DNA, and we have the uh, traditional uh, colonoscopy. Or the co- uh, we have, other than screening, very important is the vaccination. Yes, sir. Vaccination for every uh, individual with an annual flu vaccine, for certain individuals, an older uh, patient, they need uh, also uh, vaccination for the vaccine for, for shingles, mm-hmm. uh, the zoster vaccine, uh, vaccination for pneumonia, yes sir, uh, and more importantly, at this time, yes. the COVID-19 vaccine. I know it made a big impact with the vaccination program we have now. We have very few cases. Yes, sir. Of COVID-19, we have very few uh, number of cases in the hospital right now. Absolutely. So it definitely make a big impact. Yes, sir. But we still have a segment of our population very resistant to the vaccine.
0: We do. Yes, we do. Yes, sir.
1: So my uh, encouragement, mm-hmm. I can't say more than encouragement at this stage. <laughs> right. Is for all men and for everyone to get vaccinated. Yes, sir. We Absolutely. don't know what's happening in the fall. What's going to happen in the fall? We don't know if you're going to have a different variant of the virus. We all hear about the variant in India right now.
0: Yes, absolutely, doctor. Yes, sir. Quite an exhaustive list, doctor, uh, for men to be aware of. The one, doctor, the one that I did not recall from your list, uh, and you might have mentioned it, how about prostate? Prostate health screening. Prostate health
1: and screening, there's a little bit of debate about uh, in, in the medical law, and the consensus from the American Cancer Society, the yes. American Urological Society, and the U.S. Uh, Preventive Task Force. Yes, sir. In the past, we used to screen with the, with the blood test, which is a PSA.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's no longer recommended as a routine testing, but it's still for men over the age of 50 or men who have high risk. They need to talk to their doctors yes. and discuss the pros and cons of the test of the screening. Absolutely. Uh, either to the primary doctor or to their urologist. Yes, sir. But we no longer recommend routine screening uh, for the prostate cancer with PSA.
0: Okay, this is good, doctor. Good, doc. I'm gonna do my best to try to recap, recap that list prior to our commercial, right? Um, doc, uh, you mentioned alcohol, uh, tobacco. Um, in the uh, intimate partner violence, you know, assessing uh, those risks uh, for men. You talked a lot about diabetes and and obesity, hypertension and blood pressure screening, STDs, sexually transmitted disease intervention uh, and disease. Um, you talked about abdominal, abdominal screening for for the abdominal aorta uh, for abdominal aorta. Yes, sir. So the annual visit, the abdominal aorta screening, also screening for um, lung cancer for men, colon cancer uh, for men between the ages of 50 to 75. Yes, sir, doctor, very comprehensive, very comprehensive list here. Um, yep, you mentioned the fecal, fecal DNA colonoscopy, uh, colonoscopy for men. Uh, as a part of that colon cancer screening. You brought us home with the vaccinations, right? Uh, vaccinations for shingles, pneumonia, and a strong encouragement- For the COVID-19. For, yes, for the COVID-19 screening, yes. And we just had the conversation there about uh, a touchy, a rather touchy topic for a lot of men, uh, the prostate, prostate uh, cancer screening and uh, some of the latest research and developments there. Right. Doc, any other comment that you want to add prior to our commercial as related to uh, men's health and some things for us to be aware of?
1: Uh-huh. You see also in the uh, among men and in, in, in online, there's a lot of advertising for uh, low testosterone sexual and testosterone health. replacement. Yes. Uh, the consensus now, uh, testosterone has risk of increased cardiovascular and cerebrovascular diseases can increase the risk of a stroke and heart disease. Yes. So it's recommended only for men who have real low testosterone and they have symptoms of hypogonadism. Mm-hmm. They, they're exhibiting symptoms. Yes. But just we know with men with age, testosterone decreases. Yes. Uh, we have other medication uh, we can treat uh, men for erectile dysfunction, especially men with, with history of diabetes and yes. hypertension and heart disease. So these medications are very effective. Yes. Uh, but we have to alert everyone that uh, testosterone is available as yes. a medication. It's available as a gel. Yes. It's available as a shot, as an injectable medication, every three to four weeks. Yes sir. But it's not without risk. It's increased risk of cardiovascular and cerebrovascular disease. Absolutely. So it's only recommended for certain patients. Yes. with certain symptoms of hypogonadism or showing symptoms of low testosterone. It's yes, not sir. just because of a low number.
0: Absolutely, doctor. So some of those late-night commercials? Yeah, yes. Some of those gas station everywhere gas gas and packets? Indeed, doctor. Indeed. Dr. Ali, thanks for that exhaustive list. That was a, a 1 through 10 of uh, health concerns that men should be aware of. We're going to go to a commercial. As Americans, we're defined by our grit, our toughness, our excellence, and our multiculturalism. But here in Detroit and Southeast Michigan, we are battle-tested. That's our advantage. We've been hit rather hard by the pandemic and other health challenges. Allow American Advantage Home Care to provide skilled home care services for you in the comfort of your own home. We are Joint Commission Accredited and CMS Certified. Call us today. Alright, once again, this is Season 1, Episode 10 of the Home Health Care Today Show. I am pleased to have the opportunity to sit here with Dr. Fathul Rahman Ali as we uncover some of those topics and questions that are important to, to men and those who love men as related to men's health. Dr. Ali gave us a nice laundry list prior to our commercial about topics and concerns that men should focus on. Doc, one particular topic that we did not get to prior to our commercial break is related to depression and anxiety. Um, I appreciate your recommendation, strong recommendation uh, for men to get vaccinated you know, COVID-19 vaccine and be prepared for the fall. But it's fair to say that the last year or so has had a devastating impact uh, on Metro Detroit as we think about uh, COVID. Uh, Doctor, how should, you know, men in your opinion, uh, men listeners and viewers of the podcast and webcast, uh, and we're thinking about Father's Day right upon us here,
1: should men attempt to cope with depression and anxiety? I know COVID-19 has a devastating impact over the last 18 months. Yes, sir. Uh, there's a lot of anxiety. Uh, there's fear, fear of the virus itself. Uh, yes. There's grief. Uh, you know, a lot of people lost family members, lost a uh, loved one. Yes. Uh, the area was hit. Specifically hard in the beginning of the pandemic in March and April of last year. Yes, sir uh, I know a lot of families in my own practice. I lost a few number of patients um, The anxiety depression can stem from The fear as I said of the virus itself. Yes, the grief from lost one The anxiety of losing income losing jobs. Yes, sir uh, All that increase the risk and we you know, there's a lot of uh, reports yes, that uh increase alcohol consumption Absolutely. increase illicit drug use yes, sir. increase domestic violence yes uh, social isolation is a big factor so we, a, we, we tell our patients yes uh, social distancing hmm. but it creates a social isolation people stay people stay in their homes for month and month yes without having any interaction with loved one or with anyone That's and true. that creates a lot of anxiety. And depression as well. I have patients who suffer for the last year. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a lot of help. I think most of our uh, therapists Mm -hmm. and psychiatrists and psychologists, now they're doing a virtual visit and they're doing virtual counseling. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of uh, primary care physicians are doing that as well. Yes, sir.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: So for
0: the men that say, I'm a man, so... I should be able to take it. I should be able to bounce back, right? Um, How could we do a better job of encouraging them to say that, you know, it's a tough time. Yes, Father's Day is upon us. Yes, you are facing some of those challenges, but seeking help does not decrease or diminish-
1: Not not at all. Your manhood. Not at all.
0: Yeah, so it it would be good for men to, to get help for not only themselves, but for those that they love, they love dearly. Indeed, indeed. Thanks, Doc. You mentioned the social isolation and due to the the lockdown, there were a lot more patients who were considered to be homebound, right? Um, And homebound status. Um, In your professional opinion, doctor, uh, should men consider home healthcare and even uh, not just the skill, but maybe even private duty, uh, home care to assist, you know, in, in managing debilitating illnesses. In I terms. think
1: both men and women, everyone who in need uh, or everyone who's homebound, they need uh, some kind of help. Yes, sir. Uh, what's good about the the, the home care is yes. that you take the care to the patient in their own home, their yes. own environment. That that will help patients with mobility. Yes. With physical therapy, with occupational therapy. Yes. Uh, not only that, communication with it, communication is easier now. Yes. So in mm-hmm. the past you have to wait for a visiting physician to come and see the patient every now and then. Now every patient can be helped by their yes. visiting nurse, Absolutely. by their family member, they can yes. schedule virtual visits, uh, video conferences with their physician and providers yes, sir. and that can help to provide the care in their home environment.
0: Absolutely, yes sir, and it's encouraging. It's very encouraging, doctor, to to see patients who are homebound, and I look out our office door, and months later, they're walking down the hall, coming to your office to see you, because they received care. And this is true not
1: just for elderly patients, this is for anyone after hospitalization, after surgery, after injury. We know that from studies, this can, also reduce the, the, the readmission rate and reduce the impact on it hospital does.
0: absolutely doctor so as a as a skilled home health care provider American Advantage home care our goal is to get into that house 24 to 48 hours you know after a patient has been discharged and uh, start to provide care under physicians orders to to help patients to recover rebound or to better manage you know a chronic chronic illness. So, yes, sir. Thanks for that That add-on, doctor, about the benefits of home health care. Last question for you, Dr. Ali, for yes, our, our listeners and our viewers. Are there any other resources, right, clinics, specialists, or groups that you would recommend to, to male viewers out there and listeners in southeast Michigan?
1: I think we are very blessed in this area. Yes, sir. And just in the Detroit area by itself, we have multiple health care systems. Yes. We, and we have thousands of physicians and providers and specialists. Yes, sir. I think that my advice is to get that, to encourage patients, patient yes. and to encourage people to seek the access, and to seek uh, help. Yes, sir. Uh, but help is available. Yes, it is. As long as people are committed and they are encouraged to do it.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And Dr. Ali, are you? Curious? And not just yeah. men. Uh huh. I think it's a message for women to encourage them because <laughs> yes. most of the men in my practice they're <laughs> brought w- in by their women, by <laughs> their <laughs> wife, the wife,
0: <laughs> daughter, <laughs> sister. And daughters. Like, you go to see the doctor. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, Doc says there's thousands of patients. Uh, in fact, the National Provider Identification numbers. Every physician has an MPI. Every clinician has one. There's 37,000 MPIs registered in the in the state of Michigan, so a lot of doctors to choose from. I encourage you, if you don't have a primary care physician and you're in the Metro Detroit area, to consider our friend here, Dr. Ali, in the Monroe Medical Center. Dr. Ali, is there anything else that you would like to add before we wrap up?
1: No, thank you. Thank you for hosting this, and uh, good luck with what you're doing. And I really appreciate you and your crew. Thank yes, you sir. so
0: much. Very good. Thank you, Doctor Ali. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Happy Father's Day, uh, sir. You too. <laughs> thank you much.